a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the price tag for universities is a hefty one. Of course, President Biden decided to forgive student loans earlier this year. But what's the real issue? How do we solve the real issue? of not just cost, uh, but value. And whether it's community college, trade schools, whether it's apprentice programs, elite universities, young adults need to be able to go somewhere that's a good fit. Is there a fit in higher education? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, we're really pleased to have joining us on the program today, Philip Levine, the author of A Problem of Fit, How the Complexity of College Pricing Hurts Students. Uh, So this is one of those where, again, we have to get past the headlines uh, of all of these things and get to the real issue, the better conversation. And uh, Philip, thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. Uh, so let's talk about the the problem of fit. Uh, give us just kind of your baseline that you're coming from in terms of what is that problem and how do we navigate that complexity? So I think that your uh, your introduction was right on in the sense that basically, you know, there's a good fit school for everybody. Not everybody belongs to go, going to Harvard and not everybody belongs going to co- college at all. But for everyone, there's sort of a right fit outcome. And what would be great is if we had a system that enabled that to happen. Uh, Unfortunately, we really don't. Uh, And price is definitely an important problem and an important component of, uh, you know, why those poor fits exist. And so, you know, fixing the pricing, uh, fixing the pricing problem is an important element of the solution. Yeah. And let's, uh, let's go right to that in, in terms of the, the pricing, it is so, uh, complex uh, in terms of that. And then let's look at uh, how that system, especially the financial aid system, again, where government uh, is interfacing there, how that's either facilitating or discouraging access uh, to college or the right fit of education. Sure. So, you know, I think that uh, one of the things I try to do in my book is sort of clarify, like, what are the facts? And so in terms of the facts, I think one thing which is clear is that um, the sticker price, which is the price that people generally think of um, in terms of college pricing, the you know public institute four-year public institutions charge thirty thousand dollars. Private institutions often charge seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars. But those are very high numbers. Um, but the fact is that most people don't pay those numbers. Most people receive some form of financial aid that reduces their costs below those levels, and and often considerably. Uh, far below those levels. And um, so that's, you know, fact number one. Fact number two is most people don't know that. Um, Most people only know sticker prices, and that leads to decisions which may not be great for them. If you think that the school that you want to go to is going to charge you, you know, $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, and in reality it's going to charge you twenty, 
and you don't know that, that's a problem for you. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, keep going. Yeah. And the last fact is that, like, even if you do have perfect pricing information, particularly for lower income households, college is still too expensive. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, and I I, uh, I think that element you've zeroed in on in terms of the complexity, uh, we always say that, uh, that complexity is dangerous and simplicity is powerful. Uh, and it seems that the complexity of all of this uh, makes it so difficult for anybody to navigate uh, that, one, it allows... Uh, institutions to continue to charge higher and, and higher costs, uh, knowing that uh, that uh, backstop is going to be there in terms of uh, funding from from uh, student aid and so on and loans. Um, so how do we how do we simplify? How, do, how should we be looking at this in a more simple, more powerful kind of way? So, you know, the first thing that I would say is that it's very, almost impossible to make a good decision if you don't know what the price is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, what I like to think about is, like, I think it's important that we have a robust financial aid system. I think it's important that we have a system where higher-income families pay more than lower-income families if we're going to have equal access to higher education. That's the only way that's going to happen. It has to be the case that we have a way to communicate the availability of financial aid in a much more easily accessible format. Mm. So that for a typical family, you know, given my circumstances, this is what I can expect to pay to go to college. We have to be able to overcome that obstacle. Yeah, and I uh, obviously we're in the middle of political season, coming down the home stretch of the midterms, and uh, the the debate over you know free community college, uh, give everybody just that free shot all the way through. Uh, is that uh, is that part of the the model, or should we be looking at it in a very different way? So free college is is great from a marketing perspective, in the sense that if you say free college, then you know what the price is. It's free. Um, Although it's often the case that free college only means free tuition, not you know living expenses, and living expenses a lot of times is the problem. Mm. Um, and it's also the case that free college often means free college for everybody, which means that the benefit of that system goes the most to higher income households, or lower income households are the ones that I'm more concerned about. Yeah. So as you uh, look kind of as, at the broader point um, of reducing. The complexity of the college costs, finding ways to make it more affordable for all students. Uh, how do we get to resolving that problem? What's the, what's the path there? So I think you know the best solution to this problem is to provide greater amounts of financial aid to lower income households. So I'm a believer in doubling the Pell Grant. Um, the Pell Grant is the main form of financial aid uh, that goes to lower income households in the United States from the federal government. Um, the, the affordability gap that lower income households face is almost exactly would it almost exactly be met by doubling the Pell Grant. And at the end of the day, it has to be the case that everybody has the ability to, to attend the college of their choice, um, not just higher income households. Yeah, and I think that's uh, often where we, we get bogged down. And uh, you often talk about it in terms of improving that social mobility, that upward mobility uh, is the goal yeah. everybody should get behind. Uh, we often reference uh, Abraham Lincoln and, and his 
definition of the role of government, that it is to clear the path of laudable pursuit for all, uh, to give all an unfettered start and a fair chance uh, in the race of life. And it seems that if we can simplify uh, and and maximize those most in need, uh, that that could be part of that process. You know, I think that um, the availability of economic opportunity is something that all Americans can agree on, regardless of their political persuasion. It has to be the case. We certainly have this belief that we live in a society that should provide opportunities for everybody to be able to accomplish their goals and dreams. Uh, that's not the system that we currently live in. Access to college is just one access, one aspect of that problem, and I think it's something we need to fix. Yeah, and then finally, I uh, was curious to get your uh, perspective. Uh, there's been talk of late of some of these uh, institutions, some of these elite institutions that have uh, you know, billions of dollars in uh, endowments. Uh, is there is there something that needs to be done of that? Some people are saying, hey, you need to tax over this amount or they need to cover, you know, uh, students from their universities that uh, fail to pay back those loans. Uh, any thoughts in terms of, of what that could look like or what that could mean? So I think what's, what's interesting about those very highly endowed institutions is um, it is, you know, shocking to see an institution like Harvard with a $50 billion endowment. It's also the case that those are the institutions that are that do the best uh in their pricing system, mm. um, attending those institutions for even moderate income families, that is the cheapest place. If you can get into one of those schools, that is the cheapest place to go to college if you're uh, a lower income individual. Ah, fascinating. Uh, we often don't think about it in the, in those terms. Uh, so that's a great insight there as well. Uh, Philip Levine is the author of A Problem of Fit, How the Complexity of College Pricing Hurts Students. Uh, great insight, uh, great perspective today. Philip, thanks for joining us. Glad to participate in the discussion. So interesting to, to look at all of the components of that. And I, I just keep going back to that complexity is dangerous and simplicity is powerful. And I think Philip laid that out, that uh, the complexity of all of this, that not really knowing what something costs or why it costs that or uh, what is paid for and what is not. Uh, the complexities c- prevent us from actually having a discussion about what is possible And so instead, we just say, well, it's really complicated. And how often do we hear that from our elected officials? Well, it's complicated, uh, which is often an excuse for not engaging in the conversation or taking any kind of courageous action that might solve the problem. I think higher education is an important place for a crucial conversation, an elevated conversation, where we can work our way to get rid of the complexity, create some simplicity, which will be powerful for students now and for years to come. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. 
Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.